Hello everybody and welcome to the Mirror Football Podcast. The international break is done, the Premier League is back this weekend and we're going to be talking about both of those topics on this podcast. I'm Aaron Flanagan, hosting once again and joining us on the podcast uh, now pretty much as ever. You're almost a permanent fixture now. There's on no this one place. else here, mate, so I have to come and undo it, basically. Yeah, you do. Uh, that's <laughs> Matt Lawless anyway, for those of you who are first-time listeners. Uh, Joe Cooper, uh, first time in absolutely months, yonks. Literally months, but again, there's nobody here, is there? That's why I'm on, so... Yeah, yeah, so uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have... He's not even denying it, he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Joe, but... No, Joe, Joe's always a good guest. <laughs> yeah, no, Joe's great, so uh, good to have you. Um, just quickly on the on the international break, uh, we'll, we'll start off with um, England, world beaters. Well, look, if you'd have asked me that on Friday when they played Croatia, I would have told you that the UEFA Nations League was a waste of time, <laughs> boring, dull, all the rest of it. But, my goodness, Monday night was a fantastic exhibition of football. And, and yeah, England are world beaters. They've gone, they've gone and beat the 2010 world champions in their own backyard. A strong Spain squad, that as well. And um, it, it's something that we should be really excited about for the future because Southgate's got... Not only has he got a very good exciting young squad there already but he's got players who are trying to break through into that team as well so options first time England have ever had options and I was talking to a friend about this and what I like about Southgate is that he's very honest and he's prepared to put the World Cup behind him even though Monday was a throwback to the heady days of summer but he doesn't pick players on reputation. He picks players on form. And that's always been, for me, one of the biggest downfalls of the England team in past years where, you know, players could be out of form, but because they're such and such a name, they get in a team anyway. And it, Wayne Rooney. Well, you know, you could argue the case for Wayne over the years. Um, although he's having a renaissance, isn't he, in he the is. MLS? He's yeah. just scored a 35-yard belter. But you see the, the free kick? Have you seen the, the video from behind the net of that free oh, kick, by the way? Yeah. Well, Joe, Joe should website. know about that. Yeah, he's website, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you can watch that on the Mirror Football website. But it just goes to show you that Southgate is prepared to make changes where necessary. And I think he knows that there are even more exciting players to come through. Like Jaden Sancho, who showed us a glimpse of that on Friday night. Very good over about 10, 15 minutes when he came on. Um, didn't play on, on Monday, um, but I think we'll see him a lot more in the future. Definitely. I mean, uh, the, the thing that I enjoy about watching this England team now is that they're playing with the level of expectation that they should have done. I think the teams in years gone by obviously have had loads of expectation and... Um, Maybe England have approached games thinking we're this big, great nation. I look at the current squad and they kind of approach it in, the, in a way where they're not going, we are this great squad they are. We've got to prove ourselves. So they're, they're all working really hard. We, we played as underdogs, didn't we, against Spain, which was good. Like We, we had like 20, 23% possession of the ball, which is like... Yeah. Yeah. But that's the way that England need to play for me. We did. I don't want us to get too carried away because I think the first half we were absolutely excellent. But I think the second half we we did get battered. Yeah, it, it, and it, it, we do get carried away as England fans, don't we? But in the second half we we did get slaughtered. But <laughs> basically, goals win games. That's the only statistic that's yeah. ever worth looking at with with matches. And and England were explosive. They were clinical when they needed to be. And when it came down to it. They, they were good defensively. And what we've noticed in, in the past as well with England teams, they've shown uh, nations like Spain and Italy and Holland and all this, that and the other, they've shown them too much respect. Eric Dyer went and clattered <laughs> Sergio Ramos, the captain yeah, of Spain. We didn't need to mention that. Yeah, and that, that just sent a, a message to the rest of his tackle. team to say, look, we're having this. We're, we're here. We're not here to make the numbers up. We're not here to get turned over. Because I tell you what, 
no football team in the world, any level, turns up to another team going, oh, we're going to lose today. And we, well, they probably do say that, actually, because I've said it before, but they don't <laughs> want to lose. Yeah. And England didn't want to lose that. And that's the great kind of desire that you see for at Gareth Southgate's Free Lions team there. Yeah, absolutely. So exciting times for England, uh, who are... I believe safe from relegation now. It's again it's it's all, so strange all, to say that we keep saying it, but Germany might get relegation. relegated. Yeah, I mean that's one of the big stories of the international break. Obviously, Germany. I've, I mean, obviously they had the disastrous World Cup going out in the groups, and now it's just it's carrying on. Yeah, um, it's really kind of kind of crisis time for them. Um, but uh, interesting, I mean, battered by the Netherlands. The Netherlands are bang average at the moment as well. Well, you say that, but I do think they've got some good young players coming through, and they've got a bit of. Uh, they've got a good manager now, um, and they've also got a great captain in, in Virgil van Dijk, who's, for me, the best defender in the world right now. Yeah, yeah I can't disagree with that. Uh, anyway, we are going to move on to the Premier League. Uh, obviously, the Premier League is back this weekend, and the first game to get us going is an absolute belter. Uh, Storylines all over the shop. Uh, Chelsea versus Manchester United. It's not only Jose Mourinho's return to Chelsea, it could also turn out to be Jose Mourinho's last game in charge of Manchester United if things go badly wrong uh, in Look, that game it could do it could do indeed but um, Chelsea they're definitely the favourites they haven't lost a game this season in the league and Jose this is it's not really been a happy hunting ground for him on his returns um, since he left the bridge is it apart from obviously when he was into Milan boss and he had a win there but in terms of Manchester United he's not really had much success there has he um including cup competitions. So this is really difficult. But I, I do think that Man United turned the corner um, by beating Newcastle. And I think the international break came at the right time for them. It might have just killed the Chelsea momentum slightly. It's always a difficult one to gauge after the international break. I think if we would have had this game two weeks ago, for me, Chelsea clear winners. But it's one of those early kickoff. Jose might just bring the old double-decker bus along with him. And, I was um, going to say, this it is, could be a draw, to be honest. It's almost a perfect game for Mourinho, though, because he, he, despite the clubs that he's managed, you know, Real Madrid, Manchester United, Inter Milan, he still thrives on siege mentality, backs against the wall, everybody's against us. So for them to go into this game as distant second favourites for it, I think it's almost set up perfectly yeah, for him to go and get the win, like like he did against Manchester City last season. So, although I could be talking complete rubbish in Chelsea, could also <laughs> blow them away 4-0 because they've been excellent Man United being poor. It wouldn't surprise me if United did get a result here despite the form that they're in. Yeah, it's very much the sort of game where, as you say, Mourinho knows how to get results He in. does, yeah. Um, what I would say, though, about United... Um, they never really played well at any point in the season for 90 minutes of a game. Not for 90 if, minutes, though. No. If you look at the... I mean, obviously, the first half against Newcastle was arguably the worst half of football they've had all season. Yeah. Newcastle probably should have been about 4-0 up um, at half-time. They, they had enough chances. Um, I just don't think United can get away with that sort of approach where, you know, they only... If they don't play at their peak for 90 minutes... Chelsea will pounce. Chelsea Hazard will they need to be on him constantly, don't they? But yeah. he's probably going to put about three men around him. I read something before that said Herrera. Herrera has been tasked with, yeah. with with that, um, and he'll do a job on him, I'm sure. But um, it's difficult to do a job on him. But he'll just watch him. He'll be like a little guard dog, I guess, for for whatever time he's on the pitch. But you're right. United need a complete performance. We've seen. Look, they started well against um, Tottenham. Romelu Lukaku was guilty of some, you know, 
Howlers there, he should have scored. Yeah. But they started well, good 45 minutes. Second 45 minutes and the second up, they were terrible. They lost 3-0. So you go back to the Newcastle game, awful opening 45. After the break, they've won the game. So they can get away with that against teams like Newcastle. But against Chelsea's, they can't be doing that. They need to play 90 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I say Chelsea um, themselves, uh, we've mentioned it already, incredible start season. Eden Hazard, I think we've spoken about numerous times on this podcast over the past few weeks about how good of a season he's had. Um, can we see anything in Chelsea, though, which is beatable? Because at the moment, when they're, they're kind of approaching games and we look at them and we go, they actually look the real deal. They, they look seriously, seriously good. Uh, is there a weakness? Yeah, I think there is. I think they are still weak at the back and vulnerable. Just because there are there are tendencies there to switch off. We saw that against West Ham. There. It was a nil-nil draw at the London Stadium. But it was an Andre Yarmolenko header away from being a different different uh, result. Yeah. West Ham could have won that game. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got 50p head, you know. Still <laughs> still travelling towards the corner flag, that effort. But um, that's that's where Chelsea are vulnerable, I think, from set pieces. I think you can certainly get a Marcus Alonso kind. He's great going forward, but I think you can get him down that side. Yeah, where they've gone to a four at the back, they're... They're definitely a bit exposed at times where, yeah. where he's bombarding forward. and um, I think United will look towards the set pieces to get a bit of enjoyment out of this one. Fellaini to start, maybe? Yeah, he'll start, 100%. Yeah. So that would be um, Fellaini, Herrera, Pogba, you think? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Maybe, yeah. maybe might even go Matic as well. Like, yeah, so some, some size then, uh, they're in that <laughs> yeah. midfield. Well, that's the thing with United, they're massive. Yeah. They've got to be the biggest team I've seen this season. They're yeah. just a team of giants, but... Um, they need to actually rise to the occasion. Okay, so there was a uh, wink there from yeah, me. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> if um, so, say Man United go and lose the, this fixture. Um, what next for Jose? Is it curtains? I think it, I think it depends on how they lose it. If they get battered, then then yeah, I think it could be. If they, if they narrowly lose one nil, um, possibly not because obviously they're away. Chelsea are the, the team in form. So I, th- I think, yeah, if they get battered, I think it could be curtains, yeah. We can't keep having this scenario every every time Jose doesn't win a game of football. So Man United need to stick to a decision. make They need to make one, of course, and, and then stick to it. Don't forget, United play Juventus on Tuesday night. I think it's very unlikely they'd make any changes before yeah, then. Yeah, that's true, I think, I think yeah, that's, um, They've got a bit of a tough fixture running there. But yeah. I don't think that Jose is in any doubt of or danger of losing his job this weekend yeah okay so uh, it'll be very interesting to follow it um, quick score prediction guys uh, Joe I'll start with you uh, Chelsea United I'm going to go I'm going to go 2-2 2-2 so Jose comes away with something uh, yeah I think he's going to come back into it from at least one goal down yeah yeah, yeah. Matty I think yeah I'm siding a bit with Joe I'll go one all. One all. draws all over the top uh, I think Chelsea are going to edge I just think Chelsea have looked brilliant this yeah. season yeah and, uh, they and could blow them apart like I said before it could be 4-0 the way they've been playing definitely yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's a Mourinho game isn't it yes certainly it is um, sticking with the top of the table uh, the late game on Saturday is Huddersfield against Liverpool um, rather than saying who's going to win this one I think it's a case of saying how many are Liverpool going to score well you say that but how many players have Liverpool got available they've yeah. got so many injuries over the international break um, I think we'll see a different Liverpool side for sure, um, because Klopp's options are pretty limited in some places. Naby Keita was even carried off um, by his own teammate with a piggyback. He got injured yeah. uh, on international duty. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he does, actually. 
Yeah, it, it could be Sturridge and Shakiri, couldn't it? Theoretically, yeah, if, yeah. If Mane's not bad options to have, but no, well, better than what they had last season when Sturridge was injured and they didn't have Shakiri. But even so, it's not the same as Mane. Salah. I suppose uh, Cater wasn't really starting anyway, was he? But he was always a good option off the bench. Yeah. But to lose Salah and Mane, but they're still going to have too much for Huddersfield. That oh, of course, you, definitely you, still you would expect much. that. And Huddersfield showed last season they can take results from big teams they beat Man United didn't they yes um, I think I think it could go it could be one of those games where Liverpool it's not as convincing but they yeah. just they should edge it yeah I would agree with that yeah, yeah. One, one, two. Goals I just maybe. think there's a few changes there that might just disrupt the flow of the squad slightly but yeah. okay. I'm back in Liverpool either way okay yeah I, th- I think I'm definitely back in Liverpool I'm, I'm back in Liverpool to go, and, to go to go and score a load I, I Liverpool one of them teams for me that even when you start to have a doubt about them and you start, you look at them and you go, something's not quite right or they've got this this problem or it's not really clicking. They just produce a performance that you don't really expect and I think even with all the injuries and stuff, I just think they're, they're going to come out. That's what they've got now though. They've got depth, haven't they? They didn't have any sort of depth really last season outside the first 11 but now they've got that and that'll help them in games such as this one. Yeah, yeah. Helps as well, obviously, if Daniel Sturridge is going to start. Um, well, I mean, he's in great form. Yeah, he, and, is. Uh, he is. And pr- deserving of a, of, yeah, of a start as well. It's a great opportunity for him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, score predictions, Huddersfield Liverpool. It's going to go very narrow on this one. It'd be one nil to Liverpool. I'm going to go two nil Liverpool. Two nil. I'll, yeah. go th- I'll go three nil. So none of us are Huddersfield. We're all wrong. We'll all be yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, excellent. Um, also on Saturday, Man City. There's, there's the other team. I was, I was trying to find them on my fixture list. I was like, who, who, who else? Because is at the top of the table. Man City. Uh, they're at home to Burnley. Um, Burnley a funny one this season because they started off dreadfully this season. They've had a couple of decent results kind of um, just before the international break. Um, and I don't know, I just I, I can't quite work them out this season, Burnley. They've picked up, haven't they? They've picked yeah. up a little bit and the table doesn't look as cruel as it did at the start of the season for them. Um, I still think with Burnley, they're a team that they are ma- massively overachieved last season. Yeah. Yeah. They lack quality. They really do, and I think they need to invest a bit more in the squad. Joe Hart is a very good signing. The goalkeeping department wasn't their biggest concern, but I do think in attack they've got some issues there. I think I think I think they could improve still, um, but they have got a very good squad. I just think they're quite they're too small and limited at times. Um, and if there are injuries, my point is that that's when they come unstuck. So yeah, I, I think they just need a bit more firepower. I don't think they've got enough to trouble Man City, but. I think Joe Hart will go back there and he'll have a good game. Yeah, well, so Joe Hart definitely has a point to prove to Pep Guardiola because that was the, the point that Pep Guardiola made when he first came in. He, he he kind of looked at the big personality in the changing room. Joe Hart, he say, I, I think he thought he's a bit too cocky maybe. Um, maybe Joe Hart, or in, in Pep's mind, Joe Hart thought he was better than he was and Pep just went in and said, you axed, you're gone. It was and a, he made a decision right like that. Yeah, it was the biggest statement he could have made to that dressing room to say, I'm in charge here. Yeah. And he wasn't going to have any kind of... He probably will have a good him. game, won't he? But even if he has a good game, they could still lose 4-0. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can bet your life he's going to have a lot to do because that's what Man City They have improved they a lot, though, Burnley. I mean, they struggled, didn't they, with the Europa League at the start of the season, but then they got knocked out of the Europa League and ever since then they've improved. I think they hammered Bournemouth didn't they, a few weeks ago and they've been on the up ever since. So Yeah, yeah. so uh, Man City, obviously clearly the favourites there for that one. Uh, also challenging near the top of the table, uh, Tottenham. 
Uh, Tottenham are still right in the mix, even with uh, you know a few doubts Just hovering around. Just pick up results, didn't they? Yeah, you know um, they had a bit of a wobble, didn't they, when they lost to Watford, and then they just had a bit of a little mini wobble where people thought, "Oh, Tottenham haven't spent any money and they're they're in crisis," but they're not. They're right up the top of the table. I think for me, as we discussed on here before, they should finish in the top four. Um, but yeah, I think Tottenham have got a game against West Ham this weekend, where Spurs fans always say it's West Ham's cup final. Yeah. And yeah, over yeah, the years, is, 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 that, like, is it? Are you? Uh, <laughs> I think. Is it? Is it, is it, is it, is it the biggest derby game not. of the season for you? For, for us, it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it definitely. We love playing Tottenham. We've got them again um, in the Carabao Cup, where I think Spurs will definitely rest players. They're not worried about that competition at all. No. So, and, and that's a competition West Ham should go for. Um, but I think last season Tottenham showed that what they're capable of doing. I think they're the favourites for this one. Having said that, West Ham under Pellegrini at London Stadium, they've taken points away from Chelsea and Manchester United in recent weeks. And I think they'll fancy their chances of getting a result this weekend. They've got Marko Arnautovic has been sort of wrapped up in cotton wool after his return from Austria. So, um, yeah, they've got players there who can do the damage to Spurs. Uh, what's changed with West Ham then? Um, obviously, because they lost the first four games of the season. It was all bordering on almost crisis. You know, people were panicking about West Ham and you know what Pellegrini's done after obviously all this investment, and then it very suddenly flipped, didn't it? It, it, yeah, it was I quite think a sudden change. But what, what what was the change? I think he's found his team first and foremost, and I think that the players who are in that team have been brutally honest about their performances, and they knew that after losing to the likes of Bournemouth and, and Wolves in that last minute, they wasn't good enough. and They didn't put the effort in as needed. Some people might say Jack Wilsh is the change because he hasn't been playing. And it's uh, changed the midfield slightly. We've got Pedro Obiang and Noble. Declan Rice seem to fit in quite nicely together. But um, I wouldn't pin it on him. I think he's still got fantastic future and a lot to offer to West Ham. It's a great signing for me. Um, but yeah, I think defensively they've they've been better. There's still improvement there. They showed that against Brighton, I and mean, that was such a West Ham performance um, where they lost one 0 And they, to me, for me, they dominated that game. But yeah, what's changed is probably confidence. Yeah, just needed a bit of time from the obviously you just and Molly being a West Ham fan, but just from somebody looking at Pellegrini at a new club, he just needed time. The way he plays, wants his team to play football, and the players that he had, he needed a few games, and then he got those few games and they've improved. So it's, it's no surprise. Really. Yeah. I think I think you've got a chance this weekend at home. If it, if it was at Spurs, then I wouldn't have said no. maybe not. But at home, I definitely think you've got a chance. No, I'd agree with that. And, and Pellegrini was always one of those very forthcoming in terms of saying, be patient. We know what we're doing. We know the style of football we want to play. And it is exciting. It is good to watch. And um, if West Ham put in a, a performance like they did against Manchester United, there's only one winner. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, another interesting one to follow. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm really gutted that it's not on TV. Uh, West Ham-Spurs is one of them games that I'm like... I actually quite enjoy watching because there is always a little bit of hostility there. And last season there was it was a sending off and uh, you know it was, it was a bit of bit of needle there. So yeah, did, did you play play them in a cup competition last year as well at Wembley? That's right. And yeah. If I remember rightly, someone scored an absolute screamer. I can't remember which. Ah, uh, so that was the game. That was the Premier League game. Well, that was the league of. game. There were two screamers. Obiang. Rocket and then yeah, some one, equalized yeah. with another equally good goal. Yeah, that's, that's the one. That was one all terrible game. That was just after Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But the League Cup game, I'm happy to talk about that one again because because you won. Tottenham, <laughs> uh, Tottenham were winning two 0 I was actually watching it in Cyprus. 
uh, in a pub with Spurs fans, and I decided, <laughs> oh, right, I've had enough now at half-time, leaving at 2-0 down, and West Ham won 3-2. Yeah, amazing. So, uh, And we yeah. got knocked out of the Carabao Cup, so it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> um, elsewhere on Saturday, I'll just run down the, the rest of the fixtures uh, quickly. Uh, Bournemouth uh, against Southampton. Bournemouth, um, great season. So Bournemouth going to hammer them, in my opinion. I think they're going to... Yeah, they're going to absolutely slaughter them because Southampton have been rubbish. Mark Hughes can't set up a defence. Eddie Howe's got them playing great football. I think they're going to hammer them, which means they're going to lose probably. I think they could beat them four 0 Yeah, I really do. No, I say uh, especially at home where you kind of think Bournemouth have kind of they've, yeah, got, they've got a bit of a ruthless yeah. edge about them, haven't they? The, yeah, the, yeah, I worry for Southampton. Yeah, yeah. I say uh, Mark Hughes. I find it quite alarming that obviously um, we, with the nature of the work we do we get like odds sent through on emails quite regularly and every time we get like next manager sacked odds sent through Mark Hughes is only still down in like third, fourth occasionally fifth favourite to be like next to go um, I, I think he should be in serious trouble serious is, trouble he's been poor for a while haven't they he has and he's been poor as a manager for a while I, I, I just think with Southampton they've had so many changes they just they're, they're desperate for somebody to succeed and they need to give him a chance, really. Yeah, they've yeah. got to be. Look, they're not going to be winning every week, but yeah. I think he's he's built a better side this summer. That's for sure. Yeah. Danny Ings is a good sign, and he's scored a few this season. So they've got players in there who can do trouble, can cause damage, like Redmond's players like that. But I still think at the back they're very poor. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, Cardiff versus Fulham uh, also Saturday 3pm Jake Poland said it's a six pointer yeah. Jake Poland our really? colleague Fulham fan yeah um, not bad already well Cardiff haven't won a game yet have Wait, they? it's a good opportunity no. for Cardiff to score because they don't score many goals but Fulham I imagine have probably considered the most in the league yeah they have so. you talk about managers under pressure but surely Neil Warnock's got to be in that conversation sooner or later. Yeah. But he's not cut out for the Premier League. He never well, he, has been. And I think the reason why, Joe, he's not prepared to change his style of football. No. And it works in the Championship. And I was listening to one of the phone-ins the other night, um, sorry, a couple of weeks ago, and it was a Cardiff fan saying, look, we love what Warnock did, getting us to the, to the Premier League. But he's got, to, he's got to change us. He's got to make us a bit more sort of uh, unbeatable in a sense. He can't be yeah. playing... Four four two or whatever it is he's doing, yeah. he's got to go and be a bit more pragmatic about things. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I have to look at it and go. I mean, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm not Neil, a Neil Warnock fan at all. Um, his quotes, he winds me up. The things he says about referees sometimes is all thing about old little old Cardiff. Oh, shut up, Neil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, why would he change his style of football? Because in the Championship, Cardiff should have been probably a bottom half team last year with the, the squad they had. He's got this real rigid, really dogged, and they just kind of wore teams down just by being Works in the championship, doesn't work in the Premier League, that's why. Yeah. For me. It's simple as that. And then uh, Cardiff, they need a bit more investment in that. And, and it'd be a shame for them to go back down again because I do think that if they get it right there, they could be a big side. You could, you could have that situation. Like Swansea were a big side for, for a long while, and then they just didn't sustain it. They lost their way because what Swansea had was a good footballing philosophy, and whoever came in as manager extended that. Then there was a change in ownership, sort of change behind the scenes. Yeah, and yeah. It just didn't work. They should have stuck to the, what they were doing. I think they've gone back to that, actually. They scored a fantastic goal the other week, by the way. Swansea, yeah. if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, the, the one with uh, the other, a, a load of passes beforehand, oh. didn't they? That, that's going back to the Swansea loner kind of uh, style that Brendan yeah. Rodgers and, and, and Sousa and all that develop. So, and Bobby Martin is, of course. I think what Cardiff need is they need to 
create a new philosophy. For too long, they've had that kind of dogged reputation and, you know, they can get through the championship by winning games like that. But getting to the Premier League, they've got to change it up. And I don't think Neil Warnock's going to be there. And I don't think he expects to be there for a full season. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, maybe get someone on from Cardiff to maybe give us a perspective on that because I'd be interested to know what they also think about the ownership at the moment of the club. Obviously, Vincent Tan, controversial owner at first, but that's, he seems to have gone a bit quieter now. And maybe... Is he holding the club back in the fact that, as somebody who clearly is not the most knowledgeable football person, um, will he see that what Neil Warnock is doing, and will he be ruthless enough to make a change? But it'll be interesting to get a Cardiff perspective, and maybe we said we'll, we'll look at getting one of them in the next few weeks. Um, just quickly rattling through the rest of the Saturday fixtures, Newcastle Brighton is also at three pm. Newcastle in uh, in desperate need for a win. Just talking about Newcastle very quickly with yep. a good piece by Simon Bird. A man in the northeast on Mirror Football, um, he says the desire from Newcastle was to give Rafa Benitez a new contract, but they could spend loads of money in January, and he still thinks he's not going to happen. It's, he thinks Benitez is going to go. So yeah. good read that, and I'd recommend it for for our readers to log on and and check it out. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, alarming times at Newcastle. But one of the points he makes in there is the the form that Benitez has got right now. Another manager probably would have got the old tin tack. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree with that. He's like a god on Tyneside, completely revered. Yeah. So yeah, I think anybody else would have been sacked. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so completely agree with that. Uh, Wolves-Watford is the last Saturday 3pm kickoff. Uh, that should be a good game as well. Two teams who have been playing proper decent football. Wolves uh, win that. Uh, yeah, I think Wolves will win it with a clean sheet. Watford have dropped off a cliff a bit, I think. They were, they were great for the first few games, but they've, they've not been as good. Holobass is, is out. Uh, yeah, I think I think Wolves. I think Wolves will win that game pretty pretty easily. Yeah. Well, was it you at the start of the season, Matty, who said Watford were going to go down? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're, they're falling off a cliff. You're uh, you're looking a bit more more correct now. Well, look, our head of sport, Dominic Hart, is a big Watford fan, and he says you hate Watford. I don't hate Watford. <laughs> I just I just didn't think they'd have a good season. They proved me wrong at the start of the season, but at the minute they're kind of slipping back. I think they'll they'll be all right. I think there's probably three worst teams. Yeah, they, they won't but, go down. Yeah, um, but they they'll have those sort of they'll fluctuate. They will have a good spell and they'll have a bad spell. So yeah. Yeah. that's what they're in at the minute. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, uh, only one game on the Sunday. Uh, Everton against Crystal Palace, four p.m. Uh, I'm not sure what game is going to be on TV early Sunday actually, because uh, a Super Sunday with just one game and uh, a bit of a mid-table clash is. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest, not the most appealing Super Sunday. Uh, in the world but uh, I'm sure I'll be tuning in nonetheless uh, and then Monday night football uh, Arsenal uh, against Leicester uh, tough one for Arsenal this one in, in my opinion this is the toughest game they've had since the those two games at the start of the season obviously they lost to City and Chelsea um, for me this is the game where we learn just how good Arsenal are because it's a decent test they've had the time now to adapt to Unai Emery Um how do, how, do, how do we see this one going? It's thrown up some great fixtures in the past, hasn't it? Definitely. Arsenal v Leicester. I think, was there a 5-2? 4-3, you're thinking that was the Friday yeah, night one, was it? Basically, there's been a lot of goals, hasn't there? And I could see that again because I think Jamie Vardy is probably a good striker to have against the Arsenal back line because he'll just run in straight lines at them and they'll probably try to say it without swearing. They'll probably be very worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well um, done, Joe. Then yeah. obviously Arsenal, have, you know, they've got Ozil, Aubameyang, Lacazette. So I think it could be another high scoring game. So I'll definitely be tuning in for that one. But I think that Arsenal will have too much 
but I would say that definitely he's going to be both teams scoring in that game. Yeah, yeah, normally an exciting game. Uh, interesting comments from Unai Emery. I mean, just before we recorded this, Unai Emery's press conference uh, took place. Uh, he mentioned Ozil, uh, said something about um, a lack of motivation, I think there was, or was it a lack of confidence, um, or one of the two, any, but interesting and alarming, uh, I've got to say, about, uh, about Ozil. Yeah, I think he's one of those players, isn't he? He's a confidence player. When when things are going well for him, he's he's on top of the world and he's a world beater. But um, if they're not, he needs arm around the shoulder. And he's he's not getting any younger, is he? He turned thirty this week, and is that really the kind of the peak of his powers? I'd say. So Arsenal will hope they can get the best out of him, but I don't think they'd be too worried right now because they've got other players, as Joe mentioned earlier. Who, who can do the business for them. So yeah. perhaps if he needs a rest, give him a rest. Yeah. Uh, let's get some predictions uh, for that one. Arsenal-Leicester on Monday night. Joe? I'm going to go high scoring again. Three. I'm going to go 3-2 Arsenal. 3-2. Matty? 2-1 um, Arsenal. Two. Two one. Uh, I'm gonna go nil nil. I'm gonna just go complete <laughs> complete opposite. The, the, like, 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 like always, like always, these games that promise so much very yeah, rarely. Yeah, will be nil nil. Uh, nil nil uh, is it for me, uh, guys. Thank you very much. Um, really appreciate you coming thank on. Obviously, you. looking ahead to the Premier League coming back. And I think we will reconvene next week, won't we? On mon- Monday, maybe looking ahead to the Champions League. And we certainly will. Uh, if you're in, I don't oh, know. No, I, I I won't be. Uh, I won't be. I I am off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, so I will look back at the Champions League. Uh, I'm sure you guys. I'll get someone in. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you, you'll, you'll draft in a, a suitable replacement. Uh, Mark Jones will probably be uh, just on available. the phone to Mark now. Let's see if he can come in. Yeah, yeah. He, he's normally pretty quick to come. Quick and loan into my deal. Chair. Emergency loan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much to everyone for listening as well. If you don't subscribe to us already, you can do on iTunes, on Acast, on Spotify, uh, wherever you get your uh, podcasts from. Uh, and if you want to give us a nice rating as well, I say we'll we'll take that. We'll we'll, we'll take that. They 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 always help. <laughs> they always help indeed. Um, Don't beg. As I say, we will be. Yeah, I know. Uh, we will be back uh, the start of next week, or as we've just said, I won't be, but someone will be back, and we'll also look ahead to the Champions League on that one. Uh, so until then, enjoy the weekend's football.